Tonight, we take a peek on the other side of the wall. Stay tuned for a new episode of American Crime starting now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I do like this song. Y'all got me just going for a little bit. Have you heard this? No, I haven't. Kodak Black. This is Brooks book. Brooks pick. By the way, everybody. <laughs> That's my song. Black I'm, like, I'm like Snapchatting. Don't let, don't let her fool you, okay? Brooke was born and raised. Exactly. In a yeah, don't let, don't let the Facebook. I got more street cred than all of no, Don't let her fool you. Oh, uh, what's no. up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the American Crime After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, bringing you episode five, which was... Interesting. <laughs> we, we definitely have a lot to talk about. Uh, first things first, uh, I'm Joshua Johnson. You can find me all over social media at JJ the Talented and on my website, joshuajohnson.tv. That's you, about it. You didn't know the ongoing joke. He always <laughs> plugs everything he does. There's nothing no, else to plug. No, last time I remember, I said, there's nothing else to plug. There's nothing else to plug anymore, actually. This is it. I'm Erica J. Green. You can find me on all social media at Erica J. A. Y. E. Green. And I'm Brooke Solis. You can find me on all social media at Brooke Solis TV. And I'm happy to be back, guys. Yeah, Brooke is Brooke back. Is, Welcome back. back. Brooke is back. We need a, like a hashtag, Brooke is back. <laughs> Brooke is back. Hashtag, I said, Brooke is Brooke, back. Brooke is and back or, or Brooke is black. <laughs> Brooke is back and black. You know, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's American crime. We can talk about that here. Um, make sure you guys follow Amer- um, not America, After Buzz TV, After Buzz uh, TV on social media and AfterBuzzTV.com. Make sure you like, share comment and follow on the YouTube channel and we want to see you in the live chat so if you can bring that live chat up for us hopefully oh, yeah. we can uh, interact with you guys while we're talking about this <laughs> week's episode episode 5 it didn't have a title but I titled it The Other Side of the Wall how you going <laughs> I, I was I wondering too. He's like, license. "Welcome to the other side of the." I'm like, what? "Wait!" And hashtag ABTV American Crime. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you for that. Wait, so uh, why the other side of the, the other wall? side of the wall? I feel like this week we got to see kind of a different perspective. We got to see the people who are the oppressors or the ones who are doing the exploiting a little bit more into mm-hmm. maybe why they're doing what they're doing, um, as opposed so to okay. the victims. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll talk about it, and I'll tell you a little bit more why I I titled it that way. Um, yes, give star- it to us, Professor JJ. Star- <laughs> With a suit on, I see you. you like I know, that? that okay? that's nice. Am I doing all right? That's nice. That bird. That is nice. Thank you. I, I like appreciate it. that. Thank you. you know, I'm, I in work- I'm in workout clothes. <laughs> and looking it, gorgeous. You know, it is style. what it is. We, we all look good, though. How about that? <laughs> Thanks. I think we do. I think it's the best looking, cha- the best looking panel here at After Buzz. I agree. Yeah, well, I think so. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> but look, you know, right from the get-go, we're, we're talking, uh, the detective is talking to Diego. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a reveal, because I didn't know this before, but Diego and Isaac were brothers. Yeah. Our brothers. Yeah. I wonder why it took so long for them to tell us that. Why was that kind of, like, kept... I didn't get that. I didn't get that from the very beginning. I felt like... Yeah, I didn't. Because Diego was always... I don't know. I didn't see that closeness. Yeah. I don't... That that was really odd, and I'm always looking for the reasons why American crime does things the way they do it, and I'm just trying to figure out, why did they hide that from us when I was dead? Does that change things, though, the perspective at all? Some of the stuff, because I was, it makes sense now, you know, why he cowered to him so much and why he was always trying to appease him. Mm-hmm. So I guess it makes a little bit more sense instead of it just being some random guy he really just wanted to make happy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But he seemed a lot brother. more afraid of him. Like, if it's your brother, you know, kind of in the back of your mind, like, I don't think he's really going to hurt me. He's my brother. But I feel like Isaac seemed way more. 
afraid of him or like he was trying to do everything he could to appease him. Well, I have an older yeah, brother. And and I know how it is when you're trying to, older brother, look at me, look at me, older brother, look what I can do. And that's right. kind of how, now that I'm looking at it from seeing it, that Isaac is his brother, I can see how he was always just trying to say, I, I can be just like you. You know, I can be just as strong as you. I can run the job just as good as you and stuff like that. So now I kind of see how it shapes Do you up. think that Isaac knew what Diego was doing on the... Yes. Yeah, well, yes. Did I miss yeah, that was, with the last episode? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I missed some. Okay. He's part of it. So, oh, uh, I fact, missed that. Mm, so, ooh, disclaimer. You missed some. <sighs> yeah, you I'm, missed some. I'm caught up on this episode. I missed last episode. So, I'm, yeah, well, I better be quiet because I'm yeah. making it obvious. No, so, well, one of the lines that Diego said was that. Oh, look, we got... Ah, Bonjour, Michelle. Mikael. Mikael is, She's going to be back us. next week, too. Make sure you guys chat with uh, Mikael Bize in the, in the live chat. Of course, if you weren't watching last week when we interviewed her, she's playing Gabrielle in killing the, the series. In this, I this know, episode. She's killing it, girl. Season. She is killing it, for sure. And we have a lot to talk about about her as well. But um, and Diego, David Baldwin, too. Diego admitted to putting lots of bodies in the river. So this... Mm-hmm. Um, Teo and Luis weren't the first to end up there. There's obviously more to be uncovered there. Do you think they'll get into that in the rest of the season, or was that just to say, like, okay, we did this before? No, I think they're going to delve in further. I hope they are. Yeah. yeah. I, I think definitely it just shows, like, not only are the people on the outside, like, I guess they want to say the white folks were doing bad things within. I love how Diego wanted to point that out. You know, the upper, the higher-ups are doing this and that. But you were, you're the one raping everyone. Mm-hmm. You're the one raping the females. You're the one killing people, you know, behind. It's just it's so interesting to me when you have people that are part of the community going against the community and we've had, we had that in back in the slavery days we mm-hmm. had the people who wanted to be on mass aside and they would beat their own people they would yeah. take food away from their own people they would do anything just I guess to survive right you know, beyond that just to show that they had that power and I think yeah. we alluded to it before but it, it doesn't matter how much money you have you can still be in the position to exploit if you have a position of power over someone. Yeah, of I mean, we can see that here and at, at this farm, they don't have a lot of money, but they're still taking advantage of other people. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't matter how much. And you even have. with the pimp, for example, I mean, these guys don't have a ton of money, and they're exploiting these women too. Yeah. So, and you even see the exploitation with Diego and Isaac a little bit. Mm-hmm. Him taking advantage of the brotherhood or whatever yeah, that exactly. they have to. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There's so many hierarchies of exploitation. And I love Diego said, people on top don't get dirty. And I think we're seeing that throughout this whole entire season where you have the pimps who are not getting dirty. They're letting the, the prostitutes go out, do the dirty work, bring the money back to them. You have these higher-ups who are the businessmen who everyone sees as, oh, you know how he was at the party today. Oh, you're so-and-so. But they don't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on with them and keeping their hands clean and stuff. But then mm-hmm. we have that with politicians. Oh, I was just thought of when I when I heard that. That's what I thought of was that hey, our own political system. You know, the people Mm -hmm. at the top are going to do what they can do to make sure they stay clean. But they're you know taking bribes, talking to lobbyists, and doing all this stuff undercover. Talking drafts when they were younger, right? And Mm -hmm. to get money and to get more power and then position and things like that. They're Mm -hmm. strategizing. I think it's so funny what you can get away with in a suit. Just saying, you know, when you see someone dressed a certain way, you present yourself a certain way. You think they're more fluent than someone who's dressed in rags, which is crazy because the rich people don't even dress up. You know, the rich people always. You see the the million billionaires; they wear like shirts and turtlenecks. Look at Mark Zuckerberg; he wears a t-shirt. Yeah, I was gonna say Zuckerberg's in a t-shirt, a hoodie. I think it depends. I I think maybe some of that is changing. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like an image you're trying to project. Right. So definitely, it's it's so does does what you wear matter. 
I think it does. It's, I notice a difference with how people even treat me sometimes. Definitely. And we're females, so even more. Even yeah. more so, yeah. Like, if I'm, like, dressed down versus... This is... And we'll get into this, too, because uh. the whole thing with the... Um, no, I can't remember her name. That's not going through a divorce, but wants to potentially separate. Well, oh, Jeanette. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm, like, getting everyone's name. Well, I went through a divorce, so we'll talk about that. But even when I was going through my divorce, and I would be in the courthouse, and I... if. I always dressed up all the way to the nines, and um, people thought I was a lawyer, which was cool, mm-hmm. you know. But there was one time that I went through, and you know, they were trying to push me in another line, and it's just like it, that kind of stuff happens every day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, power suits. That reminds me. Have you guys? Suit, yeah. I'm getting off track a little bit. Go have ahead. you guys seen the the Twitter? Whenever um, oh, Maxine Waters. Uh, whenever Bill O'Reilly talked badly about her hair and said that she looked like James Brown. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. yeah. And then she talked about, oh, you know, I have to face that every day. And, and then the hashtag was that was used was black women that work. And so at, black women and minorities, some minority women chimed in, too, and talked about what they have to deal with in the mm. workplace. <laughs> and, yeah. I th- and one woman said, one black woman said, you know, I dress up every single day. I'm a black woman. She's a mm. lawyer. I go to the courthouse, and every day they're not like, you go over here with a lawyer. She, they tell her, they'll tell her, hey, if you're waiting, you're waiting for the probation over here, or if you're waiting, and she's still dressed up. Yeah, it, it goes yeah. beyond that. It from goes way beyond. Us having to change our hair from when we go in for the interview. I, I saw a lovely Mimi that represented this. When we go in for the interview, we're having the bone straight hair. Then once we mm-hmm. get the job, back to our natural hair. Literally, that makes such a huge difference mm-hmm. from going natural. They see you as this this uh, Black Panther, you know, rebel to Militant. society with yeah. your with your natural hair. Exactly. And as soon as you put the straight hair on, and I have a little hat, <laughs> she's a nice one. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're you're different. Oh. You mm-hmm. speak a little bit different. Whoa. You're not like them. What? I'm sorry. What does that mean? Well, how, how about being confused for the other black guy in the office who you, know, <laughs> oh, you look Lord. nothing alike, oh, but Lord, you know yeah. they they miss they mess up your names all the time. That that happens to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of things that we can talk about in that regard. I know yeah. we can go on all day about that. We gonna get back to American Crime because we're about exactly. We see a, a scene with Shay. Um, I thought she was having a flashback when it came to um, talking to Dustin about um, like getting into this internet kind of. What was she doing? It was. It's the video the web, web, webcam, yeah, the webcam yeah. girl, webcam girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought she was having a flashback, but it seemed like no, that she <laughs> left the shelter and. I know, and I was so for Shay last week. Now I'm like Shay. I feel like you go up and down with Shay, and I want to. I want to see what you confused. talk about. She's so what you think about Jeanette this week? But what do you think about Shay this week? Like, she goes, she ends up. I don't know. I, mean, I might be skipping oh, ahead. But I was going to mention because, um, and I, now I don't know if I'm saying her name right, Mikael? Mikale. Mikale. Mikael. Oh, Mikael Mikael. said that women in the workplace is going to be the theme of season four. So that's a good little um, a good little clue is she, is about Is she saying four. that or is she What are you trying to give that? us, girl? What are you trying to she give us? She says that's what they're thinking about exploring if there's a season four, oh. which I think will be interesting and important because it still goes with the same theme of... Why can't I remember anyone's name? But uh, the wife, Jeanette, the, Jeanette. Jeanette, who who can't like she can't even rent a place. Yeah, I, I, I she can't has wait no to history yeah. of, of working. She's yeah. been a wife for twenty four years. But back to Shay. Is that what we're going to talk about first? Shay, uh, I don't know if I should jump ahead or what because you know she had a couple of scenes, but it looks like she ends up. Well, it doesn't look like, but she's back into the kind of exploitation mode where 
she's now webcam model. Mm-hmm. That's all I had to say about that, unless you want to talk yeah. about what else happened. Well, I think Kamora said it right. Some people in the position that Shay has came out of feel like they're not being exploited. I feel like she feels that she's taking control of her life. Mm-hmm. She's getting this um, opportunity to make money for her and her baby now. As we saw, she wants to keep the baby we now. We think. So... She's going to make well, money. Well, up to this point. We'll in see. the preview of the next episode, it looks like she's not Shay, making but money. But Shay doesn't know what she's doing. And that's what Kamora, and bless her heart, she has me tearing up every episode because my yeah. heart. She's literally, and please don't be offended, she's literally Captain Save-Ho and nobody's saving <laughs> her. Shay, just like, give Kamara the baby already. Like, just, just have the baby give I know, it to I know, I foresaw that a long yeah. time ago. We have so time. many options for you. We're like, I'm out, outside and I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, there is something like that's noble about her efforts and what she's trying to do even though she puts herself in that position Kamara and in terms of Shay like she obviously thinks now oh I haven't made because I'm I'm calling the shots like I'm not actually having to physically interact yeah. with anyone so she and th- thinks and Kamara she's, talked about that how she they think they have a choice but they don't actually have a choice exactly and no no I don't feel like she's be in a safer situation because she doesn't know what situation she's putting herself in that's how that's what we do when we're young we're Maybe stupid safer <laughs> we make decisions where like, she was before she ended up in the she was in a shelter a home no but I'm saying oh but, but she but she ended up in uh uh what am I trying to say in the sex trade Mm-hmm. Because she felt that was safer than where she came from originally. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's like. And, and did you, she say exactly what was going on in her home life? Uh, she wasn't get along with her dad's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and her dad's girlfriend made her get an abortion. Oh right, right, yes. Yeah, now she I remember had an abortion that. before. Speaking of abortion, she goes to have an abortion, and I kind of appreciated the way the people at the abortion clinic—they weren't mean. It wasn't like they were chanting and holding signs like you know God hates you. Mm-hmm. It was more like, hey, you know, if you still want to think about options, it, yeah. there are options. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. That they you were appreciate kind of, that they you nice show a different perspective, it. not like the stereotypical. Yeah, you're Westboro killing babies. Baptist. Yeah, right. It was like, hey, there, there's options, and, and mm-hmm. you know, speaking nicely, um, and she kind of, yeah, I, maybe I don't know if they helped her come to her decision, but she decided not to go through with it, and so yeah. Yeah. I think about that. Shay, go just go home, girl. I mean, I think she's clearly <laughs> going to end up keeping the baby. I'm not to throw out my predictions, yeah. and that there's going to Kamara's going to come in in some way to be a part of that. I I, I think honestly, I, I I'm fearful for her. It's just like a gateway drug. You start somewhere, you start with one thing, and then it it, it just goes to another level, and you can't control it. So she thinks she's just doing this sex webcam girl thing right now but you just never know where it goes you know the guy started off with first all you have to do is flirt mm-hmm. and he was like well if they want Talk. more you know then what are you going to do for more tips and I think you know especially at a young age you get a little money hungry Yeah. oh well mm-hmm. if I just take off my top okay well if this guy says let me meet him here exactly. I can make a thousand dollars I was going to say she's know, already just, gone that far to actually physically exactly. giving herself so I can foresee her getting some regulars and, and exactly. making the decision to go all the way because she's already been there. So how is it any different? Bye, Shay. But Bye, I, I think that Shay, though, I, in some kind of way, I think she maybe Shay thinks this baby will save her in a way because it, it's a it's another life giving her love that, mm-hmm. that will love her. And I think that's what she's searching for ultimately is, is just someone well, to love her. Or even maybe and, a way out if you think about it because no men, no pimps are going to want to have her around with a baby. I mean, how are you going to work that out? Hold this baby for me real quick. I mean, they might want to pregnant. Me there are Spanish people who like that kind oh, of God, stuff. Oh, God. I don't oh even want to think about that now. But, but you know, sick. maybe yeah. maybe she feels like that will kind of push her out because no one will want to take her and oh. deal with all that. And maybe then she and Kamara will form, like, a stronger bond and 
things will work out. We're, we're stretching now. Kamara moved on to a new girl. She's like, I'm done with Shay. <laughs> no, I think Kamara's going to end up wanting to adopt her baby. She's like, girl, I'm done with you. Because Kamara wants a baby? Y'all haven't thought that? <laughs> yeah, we all thought that. Yeah. I'm just like, Kamara should be done with her. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Um, moving Kamara, on. Kamara, uh, you know. Things? No, I'm done with Shay. <laughs> moving on, though, to um, Nicholas. This guy's intense. Uh, Tim Hutton's character. He's he's real intense mm-hmm. with his his acting. This we gonna skip right over Kamara. No, I mean we'll get to Kamara. What do you want to say about Kamara? We'll get to her. Well, there's she... more to say. I mean there's stuff yeah, to say okay. about Kamara, Nicholas. but I was just kind of touching on on Nick. He has to make cuts. So this is what I was saying about the other side of the wall earlier. Was that we're we're seeing Diego's side of the wall. Like he he's grieving now too. He lost a brother. <laughs> whereas mm-hmm. he's the person that originally we were like this guy is, is scum. Heartless. He's, yeah, he's heartless. He's still scum and heartless. But now, but now you see, like, hey, without he, a brother, you know, he <laughs> he's grieving. He's sad too. You know, he, it's another perspective. You don't have to empathize <laughs> with him, but it is what it is. And now we're seeing with Nicholas, he's having to make cuts. Does that kind of? I'm not gonna say does it justify, but now, do you feel any kind of way differently because he has to do what he has to do? He's making these cuts. He doesn't want to lay off people, but he has to turn a profit. Honestly, I still cannot put my finger. There's just something about Nicholas, the way he looks at um, Gabriella, the way just 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 the way he is around, the way he talked about his child, his own child, and the way he talked to his mother, mm-hmm. his, his child, like Claire. I was like, I'm not really sure what's going on with him. I mean, for Tim Hutton, I'm loving this character. Mm-hmm. He's looking kind of good, mm-hmm. but um, I just I'm not. I can't really quite put my finger on what's all going on besides with the company what's all going on with him and I know we kind of had a little bit of a foreshadow about it and I'm, I can't wait to jump into like what's going on with him and Gabriel's character and stuff and see what's going to really go down between them because he's always throwing those dagger eyes at her. Do you want to talk mm-hmm. about that now? Like all the you time. Wanna... Do you, y'all see it? He's just yeah. always save just like predictions. and saying something. No, we'll, we'll save it but I'm just saying like I'm still trying to figure his whole situation out. I don't know. Okay, because we see them. Maybe we should talk about it now. We see them at a party. Mm-hmm. They cross paths with Kamara, who's having a fundraiser. She's talking about her um, her organization for human exploitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we see Claire and Nicholas there. Nicholas is talking to another guy. I think his name was Brent. Um, he's just you know, drinking and shooting the shit with this guy. Random. And um, but there's a there's a they kind of commiserate. You know, they're the white privileged males. Oh no no no, that's a myth. Who, the myth of white privilege. But we see their perspective now. You know, it's like because there are some people out there who are white and who other people would consider privileged. <laughs> some people no, but I'm saying, but who, but who think, but who think like, no, white males have it. Like white males, heterosexual white males have it the worst of anybody. There are people who think that because they feel like they're blamed for everything. They're blamed for everything. Mm-hmm. Does that, what do you think about that? Well, I would take that position any day. I mean, if they what they, I would think that they would take a hard, good look at the history of white Caucasians in America and know that they're we are on an the world is on an uneven playing field, and that they have stood on the backs of Native Americans, slaves. I mean, everything they've gotten, they've gotten from exploiting and taking advantage of others, but they're the victims. Because, Maybe they're opportunists. And, and, and they've had so much more. So They are opportunists. They've had so much more opportunities. So I think that whenever anyone brings the race card or racism into mm-hmm. it or institutional racism and they try to say, well, I, what I often hear is, oh, well, if you would just work harder mm-hmm. or if you were more empowered, if you'd stop playing the victim. But it's mm-hmm. difficult to, to justify or... 
forget about the history of how white the white man came to power. Mm-hmm. He came to power on the backs of these others, and, and there will never be a level playing field because many minorities are hundreds and hundreds of years behind, and they don't see that. They think it's just a matter of will and work ethic, and and I think it's I, I think maybe they maybe they do know, but I think that part of it is ego and narcissism and. I think there's a strong sense of tradition and pride within them in terms of their backgrounds and their fathers and this good old boy system that they have. Uh-huh. And, and Brooke, you're saying so much, but I, I really, I want to take it from another perspective. I don't think they do know. And I've, I had a moment where I've, I've cried about that, literally cried because of the obliviousness. Just, there's just not knowing, like, well, why are y'all so mad? I think I read a tweet that's like, why, why are black people so mad right now during all the killings and stuff? I'm so, why are we so mad? I mean, it's not even my my exact family members getting killed, but why are we so mad? When a police drives by me and I get nervous and I'm not doing anything, I'm a law-abiding citizen, why am I so mad that I have to feel that way? That I have to dress a certain way every day just to prove myself? Why am I so mad? Do you have to prove yourself every day? And I don't ever take it on a, a, a general generalization thing, like a whole group of people. I take it on case by case. And with Claire, we had the situation and you hit on it. She sits there and she's just like, you know, they can get their stuff out of these situations. The oblivious. Mm, You just like, are you kidding? Beyond ignorance. Mm. Like, it's just like, we we can't even fathom the lifestyles that y'all live. And that's to me is just so heartening. And at least with Jeanette, we see her trying to understand. Right. We see her trying to put herself in people's situation. And that's my big thing. We can have a change in the world if we freaking try. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's easy to be blind and oblivious or ignorant to easy. something when you never had to deal with it your entire life. Right. When you walk through the world and doors open up for you and people treat you a certain way and you don't have to think twi- twi- twice about race. Because it's never been an issue. It's crazy to me. Yeah. And pulling yourself up by the bootstraps and working harder, putting in more hours, is just it's not going to work when it's not set up that way. It's set up like, oh, if you're you know, a person of color, um, we're probably not going to hire you. We're, we're just going to treat you differently mm-hmm. based on just that yeah. alone. And so. it's easy to work harder and pull yourself up from your bootstraps when your parents already have a beautiful, lovely, comfortable home. Mm-hmm. You have food that's provided for you. You're not thinking about survival on a day-to-day basis. You're given the chance to thrive. Most people who have you know, come from slavery or come from having to rebuild themselves as Native Americans, whomever, they are simply trying to get by at times. Mm-hmm. They're in survival mode rather than, okay, what's my next step? I'm working towards self-realization. Today I want to go hiking and like find and myself. yoga. It's like today I just want to stay alive because I'm trying to put food on the table for some people. I'm not saying that that's my Ooh. situation, but that's the situation for a lot of people. Yeah. There's a ridiculous economic gap in, the, in America today, and, and they're just oblivious mm-hmm. to it, so... So this guy that that, um, Nicholas was talking to made a statement and said, um, in any other part of the world, this is called a job. He's (laughs) referring to what, you know, Kamara is saying is modern-day slavery, but it's called a job. So the way he sees this, like, well, you guys are working. You know, what's there to complain about? Mm -hmm. Work harder. Yeah, exactly. If the shoe were on the other foot, though, huh? Right, right. Um, So they had this little moment of of commiseration where, you know, they were kind of talking about, complaining about their wives and, um, when you look at Nicholas's character, I mean Tim Hutton's character, Nicholas, you see that in his opinion, you know his wife has a good. She doesn't have to do anything. She wanted a baby. She spent tons of money on the baby. She got her baby. Obviously, it's something that it seems like he didn't really want mm. and still doesn't want. And the way he treats and refers to Nikki, um, but in in his mind, it's like his wife is just you know a sap bleeding Your him dry of baby. money. Mm-hmm. And when, when she, he's like, what and, do you do? Yeah, what did you have to do? And she's donating. And it's like, yo, I'm over here working seven days a week, 
and just to fuel your lifestyle and now my company is failing and you're still spending. And you know what that is? Resentment. Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell you to go out and do something that you hate doing. That's when people are sit there and they complain to, about their jobs all the time. We all do it. Well, he, I don't think he hates it. I think the business has just changed. Yeah, the, the market business, has changed. Yeah, the, the business is changing. The market's changing. And obviously, he's trying to get with the times by doing cuts that he's doing. And now he's com- now the cuts are hurting him. So we think we can do stuff in the dark and it doesn't come into light. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes to light. And now your business is being shut down because you're cutting corners. But I'm just saying, like, the way he was talking to her was just such resentment for what she Oh, she got to leave the business. She got to have this miracle baby of hers and all of this. I'm like, where's the love in their relationship? Like, him and Claire, mm-hmm. I, I don't even understand their relationship at this point. I think point. he doesn't feel appreciated, too. I think that sometimes yeah. this happens. I mean, I'm not a man, so I can't say firsthand, but I think sometimes men, women, they see that women want to have children, and then they put the children at the center of their lives instead of the men, so the men take a back seat, and sometimes men feel underappreciated or feel like, okay, what was I, just a, a, a donor, you know, a sperm donor yeah. at that point? And I think that that's kind of where they are in their relationship, and they're not really connecting. And she's even trying. She At one point she was like, can I, can I help? Can I go in and, and help with accounting? And he's, he kind of just writes her off because I don't think he respects her either, though, especially I, I, to be talking to her about course. their child like that. I can identify with what you said. It, it seems a lot of times, like, especially, you know, I'm of the age where, you know, marriage is – in the picture looming it's looming and, and it just seems like you know a lot of times that maybe a woman would just want you for, to have a baby that's like the most important thing like that I want a baby so bad or to that's be like, a housewife yeah. right and it's like well wh- what am I good for then after that like what? exactly <laughs> you know, as a man it does seem that way Take sometimes care of the needs. it's like no. it, it, do, it does feel like you're underappreciated because like hey I'm over here working doing all this stuff so mm-hmm. you can have this life but now that you got what you want, it's like, what about me? Yeah, what about me? Yeah, I think men oh have my a dilemma. God. But don't you? Agree? I'm not, I'm not saying you get it's off right. Of that soul box of yours. First thing, hey, 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 I, think I got we, a jacket off. Oh my <laughs> gosh, we saw this throughout the whole episode. Please stop acting like being a stay-at-home mom, taking care of children, is not a job. I, I babysitted, and that's it. Oh, a it absolutely is a and job. That, it's a, a job. It's a job. Time job that can re- and no, you lose your s- sense of identity. Not, no one's saying that on this panel. That's not yeah, a job. No, I you're standing just, on the sofa. I'm a single mom. I work and I take care of my child. I'm not I think we're speaking in terms of hey. I'm still over here as your husband. I'm, yeah. I'm still here. You know, show me some of that appreciation as well. That I, I know you, you know you have to tend to the child. It's a two way street. But it's like, hey, and a lot of times I think from a man's perspective, though, it's like the way we show love is to do. And if mm-hmm. if we if we're doing and working hard to provide, that's that's you know for most part that's how we love. Yeah, so, I think it's about say, reciprocity, but I also think it's about um, the man feeling like the woman still sees him as like an important part and function not just it's not just like one of the one of the um people on live chat said that for her her baby is her whole world like she's not he's not really a part of that anymore and there are some women too who who are looking for men just to sit at home and be a housewife, not even with kids yeah. sometimes, and just be a housewife. And I'm, just, and just I'm live sure, lavishly and, and I'm sure life. men men don't want to feel taken advantage of. No one wants to feel that way. Yeah, I, right. As a woman, I no. wouldn't want that either. I mean, I work right now, and if I were to find a husband, because I'm not, because I'm single now, and he all he wanted to do <laughs> was sit at home. Yeah, call me. Uh, sit at home. 
if all he wanted to do was sit at home, I would feel like, what? This yeah. is supposed to be like, this is, I'm looking for a power partner, a power player, not just mm-hmm. someone who's going to take advantage and I'm doing all the work. Right. You know? Someone you can Although I with. could use a babysitter. You know what's interesting though? Have you read the studies of, about um, men who stay at home? Because now it's more common mm-hmm. to have a, a male, the father, stay at home with the children. Mm-hmm. It's more common than it used to be. It used to be totally looked down on. Now, apparently, what I, from what I read, when that happens, the woman is less likely to want to have sex. So the things that you want as a man, you're not getting anymore when you step out of that man Uh-oh. position. I'm from the south. If I'm gonna so let a man stay at home, he better be Channing Tatum taking care of my well, I'm, I'm saying there, there's me, a lot of things. It. it colors it, it differently. It does because I I still think no matter where we are in the scheme of equality with, between men and women, I still think that there are a lot of women who see who want to see men in that power position mm-hmm. as a provider, as want to take yeah. care, as the breadwinner. And when that when those roles reverse and that dynamic changes, yeah, it demasculinizes lose respect yeah. for a man in that position. They do. And I think the men feel that way too. They feel a little demasculinized demasculinized. Oh yeah. And like if, if you if you're not if your woman's making more than you or making all so the money making in your all life. The money? Then, like, yeah, yeah, that's weird. You just got them saying you're, you you want to be appreciated if you're going out there working hard. She she got a um a, a nanny so they can go out more. I mean, I just don't know. Like sometimes it's just like, and I'm but not the nanny's there all to day know. too, right? I know. I'm not going to pretend to know what men want because I don't. But it's just like, <laughs> what is she, what is it that you want? Because you you don't want her to be just at home taking care of the child and doing you know taking care of the home business like it used to be, and then. And not you don't feel appreciated but when she's trying like in Claire's situation oh well I've, I've made time for us to go out now now we have more time to go out enjoy each other's company more alone time but he's not being considered because in his mind she's still spending a lot of money that he doesn't have and I think that's but he never talked to yeah, her she's not she being didn't made even aware know of that. what was yeah, going I mean, on the communication yeah, communication. The problem is some men want women to be in a position of submission where they have no control and no access to finances, and then they're the ones who are completely con- in control. Because you know there are some men like that, a.k.a. Well, Jeanette's Jeanette husband. and Carson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm done with and then they're put, And then these women are put in the in the worst position ever because, you know, if they decide they want to leave, like her, in, are they in South Carolina? North, North Carolina. Carolina. Right, like has, Jeanette. Well, well, let's let's talk period. about Jeanette. Ugh, what is happening with Jeanette? So she want, she's leaving... She doesn't want a divorce. She wants a separation, but she wants money. She wants support. I'm not. Don't look at me like well, I'm, I'm not Carson. Were, I was about to. I was <laughs> like, why? What? I was trying to be sensitive about it. I didn't want to say that she wants money, but she wants support. But so, what? What is she doing right now? She's leaving her husband, but she doesn't want a divorce. Do you know the laws in um, California? Oh, California. In California. No. Once after what Some two laws. years, um, if you're living yes. with someone, you get it's just like y'all are married. And to me, that makes so much sense because some men like to have their their cake and their ice cream too. So they have by here no. taking have care of that. No, no, no one told her to Oh no, they want it all. They want to gun their They want it. But look, they want you to be there taking care of the household. Do, they, I don't really think you understand. You're, you're the women who are riding right down. No, I'm not generalizing. I'm just saying, like, from <laughs> what I know from a hardworking woman, I, I mean, I'm, I'm raised by a single parent mom with triplets. So if I know oh, anything yes. about a hardworking woman, you it's my mama. I've seen her. Wait, are you I just a triplet? Know what they, yeah, I'm a triplet. What? Do y'all, are you, do y'all look the same? Um, we're two identical, one yeah. fraternal. Oh my gosh, I gotta <laughs> see this. But anyway. And I, I forget I that digress. every time that there's <laughs> yeah. another one of you. Yes, yes. So just imagine. And another one. And just one one woman, one parent in the household doing all of that. But it's just like, I, I just don't understand when men feel like they can just toss a woman to the side after 10, 15, 20 years. And most of the time, trade up for older models, this is not the same situation in the um, show right now. But 
and it's okay to leave them with nothing after well, 25 look, years of sacrifice. After 24 she, she years, she doesn't have an identity. But after 24 years, like, why wasn't that part of the discussion from the beginning? I think I think a lot of, in, the, in both these scenarios, there needs to be communication exactly. because she's right. saying I have nothing. Well, you sat for 24 years. I'm not saying you sat doing nothing, but like. Why didn't you do something? She was doing something. She was supporting her man. Obviously, that's why she doesn't. And taking he doesn't care of the it. household. Exactly. Don't they have kids? They, I mean, that's just the arrangement they have. I guess. I guess she, you know, joint accounts. It's she not can an still arrangement. Use. That's what you do as well, a I'm wife. Saying, you why does she need to be supported? Doesn't she, don't they have joint accounts? They have. A, they have one. That's what you do when you're married. So then I mean, use use that money. Enough. Like, why is she asking him for support? That's her money too, right? Before we need you to speak on this. Well, the laws are different. The laws are different in North Carolina. Yeah. But obviously, she wants to be able to go out on her own, have her separate money to live by herself, so she can have time to think about what she wants to do. Should a husband and wife have um, separate bank accounts? I mean, I mean that's up to them. I don't. I had my I had my own separate bank account when I was married, and we had a joint account mm-hmm. because at the same time, because I'm not dumb, gotta be smart. I was also saving money on my own if I needed to. Sometimes, so if you get an inheritance from family or family gifts something to you, that is your own money that you're able to keep. It so, is. So in it, California. it almost seems like you were preparing. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like you were, in that sense, you were preparing for to to fail. No, That's, I was. Oh my god! I've always had my own bank account before I met my right. now ex husband, so I kept my own bank account because that was money that was mine that I had saved before I even met him. Some of that money, I also take care of my mom. Some of that money I have is emergency money for my mother if something should ever happen to her. So I don't feel like he has a right to that money. Once we got together and we started making money, then we put our money together, okay. and that was our money Understood. together. But I still had. And then if I had a grandfather, for example, that gifted me money, he's gifting it to me, not to my. So now ex husband. If, if, so that, if you're and that's legal. You're able to time. legally do that. If you get a gift from someone, you can put that in a separate account. Understood. And not if, if you're married at the same time and you and you receive a gift, like why isn't that? And I, I would think that you would agree with this. Why why isn't that our money? Mm. We're we're together. Wow. Like, it's our money. Well, if the if the person gifts it to the both of you, it is. But if it's just gifted to one, then it's that one person. What do you think about a prenup? What about a prenup? If like, you're a, a successful man and you um, get with a woman and she doesn't have as much money as you and you get married, what do you think about a prenup? Do you think that's smart? It, do you think it's planning to fail, like you just said? In other words, will you, you have a prenup? To be smart. It's, Come on, Kanye. It's based on the, we want I think prenup. it's based on the situation. Whoever you, I don't know. That's that's between Plenty. you and your partner. Okay. Would you have a prenup? I, I'm not against a prenup. I mean, it, it's smart planning. You went on accord with me. What I'm asking, You want to shoot a new who? Why it, didn't it, I commingle no, no. everything and, and from the get-go? That's totally what you want to do. But I'm just saying, as out of curiosity for me, it's like, I wonder, okay, so you, you're married and you receive money. I get Isn't what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying, but it's just, we have to be smart. As women, man, we just, we have to be smart. You have these situations like Jeanette when you're not. 24 years, and this is so common. I read the stuff on Kiora. Mm-hmm. Y'all have that app, and they talk about how there are so many women, and you think these are isolated situations, and they're not. So I've been married for 20 years, and my husband was cheating on me, or this and that. You just never know. You just have to be smart. It's not about not I planning think, for I, I, I think it's you're right. Here. I think Jeanette, throughout this whole episode, throughout this whole season, to me, has been a little bit naive. Very, I would think very, 24 yeah. years, very. hey, why would you put yourself in that situation? It's our money. I shouldn't ask you for our money. So when she decided to separate, she should have been able to take whatever she needed from that account. So it's That's obvious. So there's why. a little exploitation going on there, too. It's mm. obvious that she's fearful for, for taking to take from that account and start her own life and doesn't want to... I guess have to deal with the repercussion of what might go on there between the two two of them. I would have taken the money right away and done yeah. what I needed to do to get out. Right, I would but, say she. And I don't know why she's making that decision. And now she has situation. to wait and be separated for a year 
in order to even go through with the judicial process yeah. to actually get her what she says, you know, my my portion or whatever, and then he throws the money at her. But my heart just goes out to her. Well, I mean, from the get go, <laughs> if you were if you were in a situation where hey. The guy has all the the money string. He's got the money bag, and you're just there getting an allowance. That's, I mean, you you agreed to be in that situation. I, I think you should have planned. I don't know if it's agreeing when you're with someone for twenty. Why, did, why didn't she say, years? "Hey, hey, it's a union. Why aren't we? Why isn't this our money?" Well, they do. They have joint accounts, right? It's not like she's getting an allowance. She can just take from the account as she wants, as she pleases. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I digress. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I think our, our live you chat. Better, we should be paying more you know, what? I've been, I hear y'all, ladies, and, and you, Look, David. Why is everybody getting on me? I'm just. <laughs> I know. I love. Talking. Do you share birthday gifts? Come on, Josh. That's uh, John. Josh. <laughs> called you John. Look, if, if I'm married and I get ten dollars from Grandma, that's our ten dollars. No, we can, let's go you know, out and get some yogurt. Straight to Dairy Queen and get your own. The, the two of us, we can we can have a banana I mean, split. We can go back and forth about this all night, but I'm just. It's saying, not like it, I, it's, it, this is my, my grandma's birthday money. You can't have that. To each their own. I, I do think it's smart to have the joint uh, one, I and think, then every yeah. each but side. But what I have really think own. should happen is I do think now with the, this day and age that everyone should have a prenup, even if you go in having nothing. Mm. So that way you talk about because the biggest thing for me at least was custody of our child. That was the thing we fought about the most. Neither one of us cared so much. Well, he might care a little bit more about money. I didn't care. All I cared about was time with my daughter, mm-hmm. our daughter. And so I think a prenup. That was a fight. It wasn't like oh, hey, that was, was a split. fight. Mm. Was split. Oh. No, that was a fight. We're good friends now. Shout out to my ex baby daddy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're cool now. But yes, that was the big fight. And if we yeah. had just kind of laid that out all out beforehand, maybe we wouldn't have been in that situation. I mean, yeah. I was going through a divorce for two. Like it took two years. Damn, why does it take so long? There's a documentary on that on Netflix. It's pretty interesting. It's crazy because there's so much you have. There's so much you have to talk about: legal custody, yeah. physical custody, Gosh. this asset, this thing, every little thing. Who has the kid? When are we going to switch off Christmas? And and these so are things, Josh, you don't know going into your relationship. Yeah, you don't think you're about just in that. love, and you're, you want that I, to I, be I the foundation. And I mean, I will now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think some people know. But anyways, <laughs> let's get back to yeah. Jeanette. Where is she going? She's just gonna have just this life, and she's living with her sister. She's living with her sister. Yeah, that was her sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. How did you know? Was that, that the that sister that that, that had yeah, issues? This was, the, yeah, that was the sister that had the addiction, and she always helped her out. Now she needs some needs help. help. So I think that was a lovely ending for Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Jeanette needs to take her power back and go access that bank account and do what she needs to do because technically she's, but she's not. She on, is entitled to fifty percent of what's in there. I would have already taken fifty percent out and been on my happy I, little way. You would think, but if she's asking for support, obviously there was something um, in the relationship. Maybe just he had all the money and she didn't have anything. She was whatever. Well, th- she said when she was applying for that um, apartment, she said we have a joint account. That's what confuses me. I know. I guess she just didn't want him to know what she was doing. She wanted him out of his business, out of her business. Like she didn't want him to know that she was at that hotel. Well, let's get into Gabrielle's business. Mm. <laughs> Let me Girl, ask you. When how she was, slapped you How was Gabrielle supposed to discipline Nikki? How, what was she, she supposed did, to do? You grab their hands. You don't put your hand on me. I'm a grown woman. Right, if you, you get don't hit, hit a, a, a adult. You don't hit adults. Hey. Yeah. You know, she didn't shake him. Right. Exactly. She restrained him so she wouldn't get hit and say, hey, hey. that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. But then Claire comes over and, you know, oh, at, at the Lord. beginning she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm trying to, I don't have a French accent. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, um, Gabrielle, that he did that to you. And then she turns Her around to this lady like, face. but we don't, don't treat him like that. 
don't shame him. Don't shame him. You know, don't discipline my child. What, what that's are you a supposed whole to do? That's why your child's going to grow up and shoot up the whole movie theater. <laughs> Just saying. You spare you the rod, spoil the child. My mama used to put that belt to the behind when you step out of line. I, mean, I know that every I've parent has different parenting styles, but I mean, I do think that her not like disciplining, disciplining him at all is putting him in a very bad position. Not only that, putting your hand on someone, how dare you go and slap her? Because she just she to chat. No, so we should ask she her. Pushed her. She pushed her. Oh, she pushed her, yeah. yeah. She, she did, if she's she still on the live her. chat, we should ask her what that what that uh, experience oh, was like. Well, ask her. Mikael, what, what's the question? Mikael, yeah. I mean, Mikael, sorry. Mikael, what was the experience like just shooting that scene? And did the d- director at any point like tell you, hey, this is what I want she's the audience to be able to type on. <laughs> We're going to talk to her next quit. week. We should have had her call. She was She was typing a lot earlier. Oh, she did. Yeah, she, she said, did. "Don't shame him, but let me shame you and hit you." Right. Exactly. Exactly. That didn't make any sense. That was. It, but she's been doing. Claire's kind of been doing that throughout the whole since they've introduced the character. So. She's been scolding her, talking to her real crazy. And I don't yeah, know if that's crazy, a cultural like, thing or you. You think you're this affluent white woman? You can talk down on people who are. I just. I don't really. I do. See, I think she thinks she's above her and that she kind of needs to I don't like like that train her. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. how I. See that's it. what I see going what, on. What do you think was behind the um, asking? for the passport do you think that was just really for that safekeeping no. or do you think there was something behind that, that power thing that this whole season has been about that 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 need to have the power control yeah exactly so she can't go anywhere now because her intentions mm-hmm. seem you know genuine or her intentions <laughs> seem to be coming from a place of hey to keep it safe for safekeeping right um you're supposed to be watching my son not worried about your passport i know oh, i thought that that was kind of odd. I, yeah i did think hey, i mean it was obvious she, you, she needs to be we got to be cynical about that because people in this world today <laughs> she said it was hard i felt like a little kid girl i would have just <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like hey this is just a scene she said <laughs> I, I had know, a stunt right? guy <laughs> when it came out of me <laughs> i had a stunt guy for the hitting oh wow really? that's cool really a stunt guy. Really? I know. I believe that because they're yeah. You can't. There are all these rules. But so it wasn't somebody like a, really got hit though. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, with the with the passport, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, but, I felt like that was totally a control thing. Like that was an underhanded. Like you know, the motivation behind it was actually more so that she to keep her yeah there. to keep to her, keep her in, yeah yeah. And then how about the the fact that at the park before that scene, I guess she thought she it was stolen. Do you think that maybe Claire was around and well, she said she she found it on the ground. She dropped it behind. Oh, okay. Me. I was gonna say did Claire kind of take it and make it seem no, like you trying to make stuff up. I, I, hey, I, I go deep. Okay. I look no, at I, like, I think angles. that way too. <laughs> all angles, but no, she just dropped it and found it. You made that up. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's get to some predictions. Prediction music? No prediction music? This, this, I'm doing it. Thank you. Do the prediction. There it is. Ah. <laughs> and now, Mom sounded Ooh, what's my prediction? I've got a couple predictions. Okay, let's You can just give one. Let me do two. First you can all, do one, it because I feel like thing, I already gave mine out. One thing that wasn't a prediction I forgot to mention, or well, you mentioned it, that Kamar moved on. She's on to Vanessa now. <laughs> From That's the convenience so store. She's just trying to save them all. You can't get, don't no. save her. My prediction she is she's still staying. Safe. We need to play I that think song. she's still set. She's still. Shay is still, Shay is still in, in the picture with Kamara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, so, That's my prediction so. is I put, I think 
um, Nicholas is going to cut costs in his household by refusing to pay Gabrielle. Mm. I can see that. But then, based on the, the trailer for the upcoming episode, it looks like there's some kind of violence going on. See, I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. No, it mm. was, it's, I saw what blood on the hand or something. What? Or In the fight. household? Yeah, like with Gabrielle. So, I, was there a... Ooh. I don't know. What it's you just, got? Flashback what you got or that? <laughs> <What> <laughs> Mikhail, tell us, tell us what happens. <laughs> She's not going to tell us. <laughs> but well, yeah, so he's not going to pay her. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. Oh, I love how someone said Claire is literally about to turn American crime into Get Out. Mm. <laughs> yes, it, that's going to happen. I feel like I my heart that. goes out too. I, you know, my prediction is that Gabrielle's going to be smart. She's, she, I mean, she's seeing what's going on. She's being very cognizant of her surroundings, which you have to be do coming from a, another place and stuff like that. But I think she's, you know, catching game to how these the ways of these people that she's living with right now. Can't imagine being in a situation like that where you're in a total different culture shock in a home with all these strangers and they're weird as I don't know what. So that's half of stuff. Beverly Hills. It's gonna, the situation. <laughs> well, you rent a room. I mean, have you ever rent a room from like a stranger? You know, in California, you people you rent a room. I did. I did in like Spain when I went to like visit. In it's such an interesting. It's, it is it's, weird. It's, it's in, uncomfortable. Yeah. So I think she's just gonna. She's definitely gonna be very cognizant with this family because they have some some stuff going on that hasn't yet to be came out yet. So mm-hmm. yeah. Is that Let's your prediction? See. Yeah. I mean, I said it earlier. I really think that Shay's going to stay in the picture, and that's why Kamara is so intent on finding her. That's why she went back to her supervisor and was Mm -hmm. like, we have a missing child here. We need to do what we need to do. Because I think she's already starting. The wheels are turning in Kamara's head. She's like, there's a baby here. (laughs) And even if I I can't have the baby, maybe I can help her with the baby. I don't know that she might necessarily have the baby for herself, but... Maybe she'll take her in, and this gives her an opportunity to have a baby in her life and help save Shay. And then, I don't know. I think Vanessa's just another, just one of her. It might not be a storyline. I don't know that it's going to be a a full storyline with that. We only have three episodes left. I know. I can't believe that. Um, that is geez. crazy. Yeah, I want to. I can't wait to talk to the writers. We're having some of the writers come in um, the next couple of weeks. So. We are. I'm really interested. Why it's so short too this season? Like why um, yes, American Cop? Really There's fast. so much in every episode. So I don't know why it's not like longer. Like, Sandra O oh is back. Oh. Yay! Next what the, episode. What's going on? Yeah. So I, I saw her. her appear in the trailer so did you see her yeah why do I feel like there's something there's a piece that we're missing that we didn't look a lot at on this episode like in terms what of all the missing? people not missing us but they didn't delve into as much like we saw more of I feel like Kamara well, the, the farm we didn't really we didn't delve the into the farm that much. much right yeah I don't know if that storyline is over Luis him and he well, he, he said it revenge. might be there. Oh. I mean, it might be closed down now because now they're being investigated. And mm-hmm. well, I have another prediction. I think that Jeanette. I hope that Jeanette gets with her husband and and pushes him to the point where he starts to make some changes. That like her putting her foot down and wanting to leave is enough for him to say, "Okay, I need to rethink about how I'm treating these workers and make some changes." Happy is that Easter too positive? Passover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off for Shabbos. Yeah, for a week. I mean, not Shabbos. I'm off for Passover for a week. For, you from your work? Week off? Yep. Wow. wow. Um, yo, guys in the live chat, we, we appreciate you guys in the live chat. I know. It we got love really you guys. lit tonight. I saw yeah. a lot of um, people talking in there. Yeah. Darren, Mikhail, thanks for joining us. us. David. David. He's always um, hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, there's some regulars. Thank you, David. Um, a few more of you, I didn't get a chance to And Aaron shout said you that out. she wished she talked about the scene with Kamara, Kamara and her boss. Kamara and her boss. When they Is were that, talking about, she was saying there's more important things. 
going on than the human trafficking, and that's what's crazy. Oh, Every, when she says the, the DA decides on, what we I, pursue. I thought she was talking to the, the district attorney at that, but was that Kamara's boss? I thought that was the district attorney. No, right? that was her boss, I think. Okay. She was saying, I'm not the one who makes the choice. The DA makes a choice on what to pursue. And I mean, that is life, too. Yeah, and that's, that's another unfortunate circumstance in our judicial system yeah, and so what they decide more, yeah. to pursue right. and not pursue. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about, I thought that Kamara was going to tell Claire about her own personal struggle trying to conceive, because Claire did reveal that to Why Kamara. Why would she even tell her that? This woman does she, not give a hoot. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, it, you know, when you're talking to someone, it's like, hey, me too. Yeah. yeah. I thought for a second she might say something, yeah. but then again, she did seem to kind of have her guard up. She really did. Yeah. Even when the lady donated money, she seemed kind of glad. Yeah, I mean, it like was 5000 and she wasn't like, she was just like, hmm, okay, yeah. thanks. You That's all you have. Divulge yourself, your secrets to a woman like that. Toodaloo. <laughs> Toodaloo. I don't know what you're going through in your life. I don't really care. But see you later. Here's a uh, check. Mika, I was saying, can I bring Aaron with me for episode eight after show? Bring everybody. Yes. Bring everybody in this day. I know. Aaron from That's the live chat? I think Aaron from the live chat. Yes. Yeah. Aaron yes. Roberts, Robinson. Um, thanks, guys, for joining us. That's that's it, guys. Right? We covered as much as we could cover. We're outy. Um, yeah, we're out of here. Uh, make sure you use the hashtag. ABTV American Crime. I'm always going to look to Why you for that. I don't that know what it is. ABTV American Crime. Make sure you use the hashtag ABTV American Crime. Yeah, talk to us on Twitter. Um, also, yeah, talk to us on Twitter, AfterBuzzTV, um, AfterBuzzTV.com, the YouTube, and our personal social media um, <laughs> sites. You can find me on social media, Joshua Johnson at JJ the Talented. You can find... Aaron and Brooke at you can find me at Erica J Green J A Y E on all social media. I want to shout out to Roger Prill too, who's like, "Where have you been? I'm back, Roger." Yeah. So thanks for thanks for talking to us. And of course, you can find me at Brooke Solis TV. Brooke is back. And hopefully, we have Ryan here next time. We couldn't make it today, but um, we need our full panel back. We've only been together once. I know. I know. And we'll have guests next week, so we'll, tune in. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a party. Definitely. It's gonna so be lit. Make sure you guys tune in snacks. next week, and we will see you for the next snacks. episode. Right. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.